And it is a sweet, sweet Friday. All the sweeter for an old friend of the show being here, Jugmeet Singh. You used to be one of our panelists, and then you went off and got a bigger job, and I guess you got all busy. <laughs> I remember those times. I was thinking it was, uh, it's very familiar to be back in the seat here. Oh, good. Okay, well, it's nice to see you, and I should stop marveling at seeing people in the flesh. But still, after three years, it's, uh, it can be a freakout. Um, you're on a bit of a tour to talk about the federal budget That's and right. what it is you want from the liberals. Is this a shopping list of stuff? stuff you're asking the prime minister to do, or are these things you already think are going to be in the budget? Well, these are things that, that we expect to be there. We want to be there. But again, it's it depends on, on, on what happens on the day of the budget itself. But uh, dental care expansion, that's a part of our agreement. To expand to. Expanded, to. Yeah, expanded to include seniors, uh, children 18 and under, and people living with disabilities. This is going to be life-changing for millions of Canadians. It's also going to save a lot of money. We estimate at a minimum, the average would be about $1,200 per family that ends up being saved. I did a roundtable with seniors and they mentioned a root canal of over a thousand. One family, there's a husband and a wife, both who had dental work they needed of a thousand dollars or more. And they were saying it's just so costly, but the pain in our mouth means that we need to get it done. For those families, that's going to be a significant savings. Right. Okay. But then we get to, and this has been the theme on our show this week, it's a nice idea. How do we pay for it? Well, well, this is uh, one of those things where there's a lot of things that we can't afford to do and there's things that we need to do. I think we need to expand our dental care. It should have always been a part of our healthcare system. There's things that we can't afford to do anymore, which is one example is the billions of dollars that we give to fossil fuel subsidies. And these go to the wealthiest country companies in the world, many of whom have made record profits over the past couple of years because of the war in Ukraine. So we can't afford to keep okay. on giving them billions of dollars. So you don't want any seats in Alberta? <laughs> well, I think that we can absolutely invest in Alberta without giving these highly profitable companies billions of public dollars when they're already making so much profit. And that's not a good spending of time, money, particularly when we need to be very prudent and careful. I would say let's not spend the, those billions of public dollars there. Let's invest it in things like dental care. Okay. What else are you shopping for? Uh, we know that people are feeling the squeeze when it comes to the cost of groceries. So right. one of the things that would help with kids and, and nutrition for kids is a school program, uh, food in schools. And that's something that other countries have done to provide a school program, uh, lunch program, and we'd like to see that happen as well. The other piece is something that we fought for in the last budget in, in 2022, which is uh, a GST rebate. Given the cost of living going up, we want to continue to double the GST rebate. This is a targeted benefit. It's non-inflationary. This is means-tested. Yes, it's very much tested. It goes to very specific folks. It's uh, 10, over 10 million Canadians, but it's very helpful for people who are feeling the squeeze to get that little extra money that helps them pay their bills. And we want to see that continue this year as well. Okay. What signals, if any, are you getting that these will be in the budget? So uh, we've heard an openness. So I've raised these directly with the, the prime minister. I've said, these are things that I want to see. Uh, I've got no clear commitments because okay. the, the government can't let me know exactly what's in the budget, but that's what I want to see there. And, and we'll see what the budget if they don't happens. Do well, one would be a direct violation of our agreement. So I think the government would be very cautious to do something like that. That would signal to us that they're trying to break the deal. Um, I don't think that's in their interest. I don't think that's what they want to do, but you know, we don't know. So that is an option. And if that's what they do, we'll have to 
then take our we, we have our responsible we'll have in, in 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 that case but what we're focused on is making sure people get help and that's what we're going to continue to do are you comfortable with the deal that you have with the liberals i mean setting aside policy it just seems this government is flagging on a number of files we have the election interference business um an inquiry head that not everybody or rapporteur i should say that not everybody is happy with or confident and even though i think he's a man of great principle people feel he's too close to the Prime Minister. So does it become harder for you um, to backstop this government? From the beginning, we knew it was going to be difficult. It's not something easy to work with someone else, particularly when we don't agree on everything. We, we strongly disagree on a lot of fundamental things. And on top of that, there are these, uh, these transgressions that keep on coming up, which are absolutely concerning. We think that we're in a position, though, to keep the government to account. We can force the government to do things that they wouldn't otherwise do. So the dental care idea is something that the liberals would never have done, but for us making them do it. So we're proud that we're able to make a difference and we don't love working with someone that we don't agree with all the time. Okay. Do you think he's a good prime minister? I think that we're forcing their governments to do good things. And I think that's that's because we're in that position of using our power to make things happen. Okay. Didn't really answer my question, though. I mean, are you confident in Justin Trudeau as your prime minister? Uh I'm more confident in our ability to hold him to account. So if we weren't there, then no, I would, the answer would be very different. So I, I, I'm confident that we can use our power to force the prime minister to do what's necessary for people. And if we weren't there, it would be very different. Uh, Thomas Mulcair, with whom I'm sure you have a passing familiarity, uh, <laughs> says that he thinks we're going to have an election in September. We don't have to be that specific about things. But do you think we are on track to an election? I don't think so. I don't see that. Uh, I've not seen any signals of that. Again, it's it's really the the government's decision when they want to call an election. But on my end, I'm I'm really focused on forcing this government to do what's needed for people. I want to see dental care expanded. I want to see help to people that are feeling the squeeze of the cost of living going up. And there's a lot more work to be done. So I'm I'm focused on that. The NDP has a record, as you know. There are many chapters where the NDP has been in the relationship you currently are with the government, and that is saying, you know, do stuff for us and we will continue to, we will not withdraw our support. Does that not necessarily in the long term undermine the notion that you guys can actually be elected as a government? I, I can see that argument. I would. I think I can flip it and say we are showing that our ideas aren't just good ideas, but we can get them done. We've campaigned on dental care two elections in a row, and despite not having won, we're in a minority government and we're delivering. So we can show Canadians that we can right. deliver and our ideas are achievable. And I hope that's confidence for Canadians who say, you know what, not only are their ideas achievable and they've shown they can do it, maybe we should give them a chance to actually be the ones calling the shots. And I would be honored to do that. Okay. But it's kind of like having a rental car. You know, you're getting around, but you don't own it. Right. And and I think the difference would be is that we can show Canadians that we can do a lot more. Imagine what we could do if we didn't just have 25 MPs, but we had the power of being in government. And I really want to lean on that, that we've achieved so much. We've we've doubled the GST rebate, help people with their rent, help people with their dental care needs. More to be done. And imagine what we could do if we were in government, if we were the ones calling the shots and focused on helping workers, there would be a huge difference in people's lives. And did you lose all your loyalty points after you interrogated Galen Weston? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to shop at Loblaws anymore after that. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. Good to see you too. Okay, good luck. That is Jagmeet Singh, leader of the federal NDP.